BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it. Texas, the Lone Star State, do not let your little republic grow up to be California. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. We're moving in the right direction, above the national average. We don't want to be average. We want to do more and better. We maintain a new focus. We have a new framework. We are being more aggressive. Stop tape. Stop the tape. That is the Marxist governor in the once great state of California, the once golden state, Gavin Newsom, who's soon to face a recall election, doesn't mean he's going to be recalled. I don't want to get your hopes up here. I, I will get your hopes up that the recall, I believe, is going to meet the threshold. And we're going to be hearing about that in just a moment. But that is the Marxist governor saying, hey, you know what? We're in a new paradigm here. I'm, 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 I'm hopeful that you know, we'll get the vaccine out. He's debacled the vaccine rollout. It's, a, it's an embarrassment. I was just at a parking lot in a shopping center. And there's... People lined up, these poor people who have been scared to death for no reason, with their masks on by the hundreds, in line, in the parking lot, in a shopping center, shopping carts overturned, yellow tape, zigzagging around, waiting for their shot, waiting for their vaccine. Hey, you know what? I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm telling you, my doctor said he's not taking it, and if he ain't taking it, you ought to think about it. Do you get the flu shot? You get the flu shot? Go get the COVID vaccine shot. You don't get the flu shot? Then don't worry about it. That's what I say. It's your choice. But if it's going to be a requirement that I go in the grocery store to have some sort of proof I had the COVID vaccine, or a requirement to fly on an airplane, or a requirement Joe Biden to ride on Amtrak then I guess I'm not riding on the train, I guess I'm not flying, and I guess I'm not shopping. I'm sorry. But I will not capitulate to this quasi-Nazi state that we're becoming. And I'm just not talking about California. And this is why I say, Texas, don't let your state grow up to be California. You're next. Florida, you're next. You people don't care about what's going on in California. You laugh at the people of California. You're making a mistake. You need to support the recall. And so this special edition of the Ledger Report is all about the recall. And I'm going to take you to the studios right now of KCBQ Radio in San Diego for a special 45-minute, more or less, explanation to the people of Southern California 
as to why it is so important to recall the Marxist governor in Sacramento. So let's go to yours truly and Mike Netter in the studios of KCBQ. Good day, California, and welcome to RecallGavin2020.com, Recall Radio. I'm excited today to be on the air at The Answer all across California, accompanied by Graham Ledger, who I'm sure, Graham, it's a pleasure to be with me today. Nowhere I'd rather be than with you sitting here across from you and your pretty face, Michael Netter. But what we're trying to do on this program today is inform people about the recall, why Governor Newsom should be recalled, and how to get it done. If, if folks, there are some folks in California apparently who don't realize that there's a recall and, and, and why he should be recalled. And that's amazing. And we, don't, we only have an hour today, so we're only going to cover four or five of the main reasons to recall Gavin. But I want to start out the, by informing everybody what a recall is and just taking a couple seconds. But we do have some breaking news, Mike, and we got to get those two breaking news items. I want to let you go on, on with your uh, information for sure. But two pieces of very important breaking news today. So go ahead, and then we'll get to the two pieces. Go ahead. The biggest breaking news we have is we have 1.4 million signatures. There you go. That is huge because we are only 100,000 short of our official number, but we really need about 1.8. Now, I'm going to roll So we're at 1.4, right? We're 1.4. So I, w- I want to uh, admonish folks like me who are a little bit on the anal retentive side. I go to the Secretary of State website and it only says 450,000. There's a reason for that, Mike, and, and you know what it is. The Secretary of State only reports once every 30 days, and they report county by county. So actually, today on the Secretary of State website, you'd see 700,000. That's going to be updated about the middle of February. Uh-huh. We know how many we're turning in. We get receipts for each county, and it's quite an operation. But really, here's the big thing. Here's the most exciting news, Graham, yeah. that this is not only the largest initiative in American history, 1.2 million of these signatures have been collected by volunteers. This is being done by the people. Yep. The people of California on the right and on the left are uniting to get us a new governor because we really need one, Graham. And it's different from 2003 when there was a successful recall of Gray Davis where there were professional signature gatherers out there. This is a grassroots operation, and that's really the way it should be. And for those who are believing some reports in the media that this is some sort of radical movement, that it's hyper-constitutional, it's exactly the opposite. These are Californians who have been hammered mercilessly by a governor who doesn't seem to understand how difficult it is to live under his draconian and I would say unconstitutional edicts. And this is just one of the reasons why we want to express to folks up and down the state about the recall and why they should consider signing the thing. And the other piece of breaking news, and you have an important one, right? No, go ahead. This one's important as well. It is a Supreme Court ruling, and we've been waiting for this, Mike. We've been waiting for the Supreme Court ruling for months now because we knew in our hearts, and if we study the Constitution at all, that the edict from the governor's office to not allow people to gather, number one, that's a violation of the Constitution, that's a violation of the First Amendment, but gather specifically to practice religion is another violation of the United States Constitution. And there's really nothing in the California Constitution. He has some broad powers, quote, in an emergency. But it's funny to hear people when you – I often push the envelope, right? I I believe that a mask is a symbol of compliance to edicts that are wholly unconstitutional. So I refuse to wear masks 
I'm not going to wear a face covering. I'm not. I wear a shield once in a while when Costco makes me wear a shield, but that's it. I'm not going to wear a, a mask because I believe it is a diametrically opposite to the First Amendment. But it's funny. People will say in California and other states as well that, hey, it's the law. No, it's not the law. It's an edict from one man. That's what really I think Californians don't understand, that much of what's happened in California today, and before we even roll to what I want to talk about next, where even students have not been allowed to play in school in sports, which I find a little bit weird when we talk about the state and money, by the way. I'm a little bit confused, and maybe you can help me with this, yeah. Graham, why high school football is so much more dangerous than professional football. Is it because, I, I guess, correct me, now, Graham, you're a pretty smart guy, and here's what I don't understand. Is COVID afraid of players making a million dollars a year, but it's not afraid of amateur players? I didn't know the players were that smart. It's ridiculous, and it's arbitrary. Where school children should be, and hopefully we can get to this article uh, my buddy uh, Daniel Horowitz rose out of Blaze, wrote out of Blaze Media, where children should be is in school. School children should be in school. They never should have been kept away. Because we know the numbers, and it, there is a virtual zero death rate among people under the age of 20. Okay, yeah, what about the teachers? Fine, you know, get them inoculated, have them wear a mask, gloves, smock, you know, whatever, you can put a plexiglass. Let the children be in school. This is cr- We're killing them. And by the way, not with a mask. A mask is killing these young people. When I see somebody at a supermarket, and they're wearing a mask, a young checker. I look at them and I say, please talk to your union steward. Please talk to them about how this is raising the CO2 levels in your body. If we tested their blood after eight hours of wearing a mask, do you know how high their CO2 levels? They're off the charts. And the mask becomes a sponge for bacteria as well. So you're breathing in this bacteria all day long. Imagine that at school, forcing these kids to wear masks. It is criminal what is going on. Well, I've got great news. We haven't allowed them to go to school, so that's not happening. Well, That's really the most ridiculous part. There might be a CO2 level that takes place for a while, but the real danger taking place to our children today, not just sports, is we're taking a year and a half out of a yep. whole generation's yep. education in California yep. with no end in sight. And before we even roll to these sound bites here, <laughs> let me make a point. Yes. All right? Gavin Newsom is literally a governor that not only has one-man rule, but he can't gain consensus. One of the most ridiculous things, there's a lot of them, that happened just a week ago, or it was two weeks ago, he announces a plan to reopen schools. Within 24 hours, six superintendents of the largest school districts gave his plan an F. Now, you would think, Graham, correct me if I'm wrong, that as governor of the state of California, you would have sat down the superintendents of the six largest school districts and said, hey, you would have what communicated. do you think yeah. before issuing the plan? You know, ironically, Mike, we're hearing this among legislators uh, in Sacramento who are Democrats. Yes. Even the Democrats are left in the dark. So what is this guy doing? What is, he th- what is driving him? I've thought about this for, what, about 10, 12 months. And I know in my heart what the answer is. really doesn't matter the motivation. The fact of the matter is... Gavin Newsom is off the constitutional rails, both the federal constitution and the California constitution, and he needs to be put back on the rails, and there's only one way, and that's recallgavin2020.com. But let's get to soundbite number one. This is Isaiah Navarro. 
He's a high school football player in, uh, and they call him a star. I don't know this this kid. He's I think he's six three, so he's a stud. You know, definitely can beat me. Huh? Isaiah Navarro, if you're listening, come on and uh, call us at eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I doubt if he uh, even knows what AM radio is or FM radio is, but, you know, because he's with that generation. But Isaiah Navarro uh, put together a video that was telling Gavin Newsom how the governor is crushing his life. His message is, hey, I could have had a scholarship to college and it's been ruined. This, I think, is the real challenge we don't gather today. We see what's happening on the scene today. We work by sound bites of the mediagram. But the reality is we have to look back at what Gavin's done. We have to look at the damage he's doing going forward, not only keeping kids out of school. Many of these business owners and people like we're going to cover are having their businesses ruined, their livelihoods ruined. The fact they can even send their kids to college is getting ruined. What Gavin Newsom is doing, and people ask me all the time, why do we need to recall him? He's only got a year left. Do you know how much damage he could do in a year and a half he has left? Oh, yeah. The reality is... Our lives today and the lives of all Californians are not be, are being ruined because Gavin himself is issuing executive orders that are based on politics, not the people of California. We're going to go into after the next break and we hear the next soundbite. One of the things he's just did in the last week that is absolutely mind-boggling to me that hasn't gotten more press. Well, I want to tell you, I got an email from um, a young person who goes to school in San Diego, a high school person, and I didn't solicit this email. He just went on my website and wrote me this long email. And the basic tenor was how he missed school. And it's not just missing school, but he was depressed about it. And he told me how many of his friends are depressed about it and how horribly you know, his grades have suffered his, his life has suffered. He's stuck in his room all the time. He has to do these stupid Zoom classes. Nobody pays attention. Half the people don't even attend the Zoom classes. This is a devastating effect on a generation of young people in this state that some will never recover from, Mike. This is the problem. This is what scares the hell out of me. There seems to be an oppression in general taking place today of people just discussing things. Not only sending our kids to school, letting them talk in school, letting them play sports, the oppression you actually see on social media right now, what we talked about earlier, people not going to church. Mm -hmm. The reality is, this is not a conspiracy theory. The reality is we have to let people communicate again. We cannot let the government regulate our First Amendment We talk about First Amendment's rights, just about our rights to have a conversation, our rights to send our kids to school to learn civics and math and all the basic things, the right to go to church on a Sunday and discuss theology, anything that you want to go to a restaurant and talk. And the the research, as I was referring to this article from my buddy um, Daniel Horowitz out of the Blaze uh, Media, there's new research. Every day there's new research. This is the kind of thing I've been studying since the beginning. I smelled a rat. Mike, from the very beginning when this thing was unfolding in March and in April of 2020, and it was so difficult for me to watch what was happening and people being driven by fear. And that's the problem, right? People in this country and in in California in particular didn't know anything about the Wuhan coronavirus prior to March of 2020. So it was fear that made them capitulate to a radical governor like Gavin Newsom right here. But the facts are that 
the transmission rate at school or among young people, even when they're not at school, is very, very low. And there's not a documented case that I know of of transmission between a child to an adult at school. Maybe there is one or two out there, but it's not wholesale. And so those kids need to be at school, period. One thing is encouraging among the land of liberals in the once great state, the once golden state of California, is the polling right now. And we know polling can be off. We've seen it many, many years now. But these are liberals doing the polling. And in January, believe it or not, Gavin Newsom had an approval rating of more than 60%. 60% of Californians, whoever were polled, none of my friends were polled, but whoever was polled, believed that Gavin Newsom was doing a good job as governor, including his handling of the COVID and the lockdown and the anti-constitutional draconian attack on liberty. Now, though, the most recent polling has him down in the mid-40s, around 45, 46%. So there is a chance that even among liberals and the no party preference, which is now the dominant voter registration in California, there is a chance among people who actually pulled the lever for this guy that they're going to possibly pull the lever to get rid of the Marxist governor in Sacramento. Let's go back to the studios of KCBQ now. And where are we at, Mike, right now in we terms are, of the tally? We are at 1.4 million signatures. And I want to stress again, not only is it the largest initiative in American history, but it's the largest volunteer effort in American history. I tell you what I get tired of hearing all the time. I hear that it's a real right-wing movement or it's being driven by this, that, and the other. I don't think what a lot of people want to accept, it's a movement of the people. Absolutely. It's, it's people who... Have a dry cleaners that was shut down, although that's been considered uh, essential, I guess. Or a restaurant that's been – or a gym. How many gym owners I have talked to that are desperately trying to stay open and allow their patrons to work out and stay healthy in the midst of a pandemic, so-called? Uh, it, it, it's, it's just heartbreaking to hear this kind of stuff. I think the most dangerous thing, like we've talked about earlier on the show, is the fact that – we have a governor who's really out of touch with the people, with his own state legislature, with almost every aspect, it seems, of Californian life. He's so out of touch. And, and I think maybe the greatest example is what everybody talks about now, the French laundry, right? Oh, the t- And that was a classic do as I say, not as I do. Um, and this is the reason why, in my heart, why this guy needs to be recalled. He's living in some sort of fantasy land, in some sort of second dimension that, that we don't live in. It's, it's not the same world. It, it's not the world that you and I see where one-third of the restaurants in California are not going to survive this draconian attack on their constitutional rights. He seems to... He's, when you talk to members of the state assembly on both sides of the aisle, which I've had the opportunity to do being a proponent of the recall, yeah. most of them say, we haven't even had a conversation with the right. governor of California. And in fact... The governor of California has picked a senator, probably will pick an attorney general, has picked a new secretary of state. He's basically choosing who our federal and state elected officials are right now. He's acting like a czar, 
an old Russian czar. I think a czar a actually would be an upgrade. It might be. Because at least a czar, you might be able but, to do something about that. But the permanent damage, Mike, is, is what I always want to go back to. And, right. and lives ruined and fortunes lost and, and people's uh, constitutional rights being crushed. And we were talking about Isaiah Navarro, who gave an impassioned plea to the governor, please let us play. Look what you've done. You've taken away a scholarship to college. Uh, my, uh, and he's a wonderful football player. Well, there's a, a coach in San Diego. doesn't coach uh, Isaiah Navarro, but he's a coach at Sarah High School in, in San Diego. You're familiar with Sarah High School? I am. I believe uh, you went to Claremont High School? I did. Your, your last Back name in is, the day. Your middle name is Spicoli, right? It, absolutely. Uh, I think you were modeled. He was modeled after I'm you, I'm so right? old, Spicoli came after me. That's right. So he, he, Mike Netter is the original... Uh, fast time at Ridgemont High, which was uh, modeled after Claremont High. And many School. of my friends you'll see out there today actually went there with me. So Sarah High School has been around in San Diego for a long time, but Patrick Walsh hasn't. He is a coach uh, at Sarah High School, and he broke down the numbers. Now listen to these numbers. What he has to tell you: these are devastating, and these are forever numbers. He's talking about the effects, just the immediate effects in the last six, seven months of the draconian, anti-constitutional lockdown shutdown that it's having on athletes, in particular football players, 85 in gangs, 64 in jail, 253 have dropped out. Now, we can't blame all of those on COVID and Gavin Newsom, but a certain percentage for sure are victims of his unconstitutional edicts. These people, they're 64 in jail. These people's lives have been, these young people's lives have been changed forever. And I also want to state, this is from a school system that Gavin and his team have been in charge of that wasn't ranked really high in the national picture anyway. Now, if 2003 is our guide to recalling a governor in California, and it is because that was the last time voters in California recalled a governor, Gray Davis, and of course that led to the election of Arnold Schwarzenegger, who ran as a Republican but governed as a liberal. If 2003 is the guide, think about this. Only 9 million people, more or less, that was the entire pool of votes in the recall election, took part. 9 million. And it was Schwarzenegger who got uh, around 4.5 million. Second place was a guy named Cruz Bustamante, who was lieutenant governor to Gray Davis at the time in 2003. He got in the neighborhood of around 2 million votes. And then a true blue conservative ran, and he got more than one and a half million votes, and the rest were spread out among all kinds of people who ran, um, including uh, actors from Hollywood, excluding Arnold Schwarzenegger. But the bottom line is the turnout was relatively low and possibly included mostly Republican voters, and that's what this is going to come down to when there is the recall election sometime in the summer of 2020. One, it's going to come down to voter turnout because this is a special election. Who's energized? Who's ready to get rid of the Marxists in Sacramento? Let's go back to the studios. One more segment to KCBQ. Think about the high school students in June, May, June of 2020, or the college students of May, June 2020, who didn't get to have a graduation, who didn't get to have a prom. This, you know, I know that's a small thing, right? No, or is it a small thing? My son didn't get to go to his graduation from college 
if you're listening out there, um, for, after four years of aerospace engineering, he never got to make it up. I think the real important point here is this, that Gavin Newsom is not only a poor governor, but is doing things, making poor decisions, and haven't really given the state a direction. A couple quick things have arisen in just the last week where he lifted the lockdown. Now, it couldn't be possibly because we have 1.4 million signatures right. possibly. Get, and it also right. couldn't be that his popularity rating, which was 64% about 30 days ago, has now dropped to 46%. He claims it's based on science, but what everybody is finding fascinating, including some of, shall we say, the more liberal publications, is that apparently the and this is an exact quote from Gavin's staff in the state of California, that we, the people of California, aren't allowed to see the statistics because we would not understand them. Because we can't handle it. We, we can't, can't handle, handle the, the truth, truth right? <laughs> He is wrong, and that is the sign of a dictator, in my opinion. Now, if, if, for example, if masks work, he knows masks don't work, but he's got people scared to death. If masks work, he issued a mask mandate for everybody in the state to wear a mask outside on June 18th. What did our COVID numbers do? They went straight through the roof. He knows that masks don't work, but he wants to keep perpetuating his power. Here. I'm really confused, Graham. I apologize. Yes. Normally I'm on top of this. Yes. But Graham, it, Graham, you're telling me that Gavin issued a mask edict on June 18th. Yes. Was it in November, though, at the French Laundry next to the head of the California Medical Association? He was eating without a mask? Isn't that amazing? Did I miss the ticket lifted that week or something? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? But, but to your point, it's an important point. As we approach the promised land, which is 2 million signatures for the recall, more or less. I know you want 1.8 million. We want but 2. 2 million would, would cover greedy. any... Yeah, you, well, you're not greedy. You're just smart. As we approach these numbers, as we approach um, what I would call the promised land for you, but uh, you know, the constitutional uh, need to hit the threshold of, of signatures... Gavin Newsom is going to be nicer and nicer and nicer. And then when you do, it's not an if, it is a when. When you do hit that threshold, he's going to become Mr. Nice Guy. This is my message to people in California. Do not be fooled. If all of a sudden in June you're allowed to eat inside a restaurant and everything is, quote, back to normal, even though the waiters and waitresses are running around probably with a mask on still, don't be fooled. It's still the same Gavin Newsom. It's still the guy who crushed one-third of restaurants in this state. It's still the guy that shut down gyms. It's still the guy that denied you your right to assemble, your constitutional right to assemble. It's still the guy who denied your right to practice freely your religion. It's still the guy who has crushed the economy in California to the point where many people will not recover. My point is, is that he's going to become Mr. Nice Guy between now and when the recall election is. Do not be fooled. However, he's also still the guy that oversees the EDD, regardless of what he does going forward, to close to $30 billion of fraud being issued, including sending 
prisoners checks in jail. He's still the guy. And 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 he's also still the guy who had that billion dollar phony deal with China in the mask. And now Blue Cross. Tell me about the, that. The, this is actually amazing. It's happened the last week. And I got to be honest with Gavin. In the minute and a half we have left, it's really hard to keep up. But envision this: just as he awarded the mask without. The mask order, for those of you not paying attention earlier in the year, was a $950 million order placed with the Chinese without a competitive bidding process. Because, of course, Californians, there's no way that we could make masks. And the irony that. of that, right? We're not, we're, well, we're not that The bright. darn virus came from right. China. But let's put That's that bad down enough. a second, all right? In addition, this last week, because even though Gavin originally said, well, we're not going to distribute the vaccine, it had a six-month notice it was coming— then found out the state of California can't get the vaccine distributed. We rank in the bottom third. So he awarded a contract. He awarded a contract to Blue Shield, the third biggest insurer in the state, to help distribute vaccine. Now, here's the kicker. The kicker is this. Not only were they awarded the contract, head-scratchingly enough, without any competitive bidding, they were the largest contributor to Gavin Newsom's campaign in 2018 with over a million dollars. Nothing to see here. We have a governor, again, that cares more about politics, not about the people, obviously not about due process with the executive orders he's issuing, and it's time we, the people, as we're doing now, spoke up at Recall Gavin. Final word, I Graham. think you're being too kind that he's all about politics. I think he's all about himself and some sort of radical ideology that's circulating in his head. One final thought from me is, folks, if he's able to do this over COVID— and crush your life over COVID, there's going to be another reason down the road because that's the way these people operate. It really breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to see what's happening in California. And friends of mine, scared to death about a virus that has a 98.5% survival rate. Wearing masks. People jogging wearing masks. It's not funny anymore. I turn to these young people in restaurants and in grocery stores, and I say, you're being killed by that mask. Do you know if we measure your CO2 levels right now, what they would be like in your blood? Do you know how loaded that mask is with germs? And I'm not talking COVID. I'm talking all kinds of bad stuff that begins with the letter B, bacteria. It is awful what is going on, and it's all because of this Marxist governor in California, and a phone call that took place about a year ago at this time between Nancy Pelosi and him and Pritzker and Cuomo and Schumer and said, hey, we got an idea. If we shut down our economies under the auspices that we're doing it for public health because of the COVID, then we can crush the re-election chances of Donald Trump. Well, guess what? They won. And the people of California And all 330 million Americans lost. Donald Trump didn't lose. We lost. We lost a piece of liberty. We lost a piece of our Constitution during this debacle. It's horrible, and I know we'll never get all of it back. If you go to GrahamLedger.com, you will see the question being asked right now. This will be the last week that I have it up. I just want to leave it up because I think it's very important. Would you support Donald Trump if he and other Republican leadership form a new constitutional political party? I, for one, would say yes. No, hell yes. 
And when you're on GrahamLedger.com, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please hit the button that says subscribe free. And uh, lo and behold, you will subscribe for free. And you'll get more of these uh, broadcasts. This is a special broadcast. Uh, most of them are going to be shorter than this, typically eh, 35 minutes, about enough time uh, to listen or watch uh, while you're cooking or uh, perhaps uh, while you're working out at home because your gym is closed. It's an absolute shame what's going on in this country. And it is why I say Texas, Florida, Arkansas, all you red states, do not let your state grow up to be California. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the archives, the Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.